Good afternoon. I'm Janelle Heinrich, the Director of Public Health Madison, Dane County. I'm joined by County Executive Parisi and Mayor Rhodes Conway. I stand before you here to stress once again how concerning the COVID-19 trends are in our community. On September 9th, a spike in cases resulted in 487 people being diagnosed with COVID-19 on one day, which at the time was a shocking new record. Now, that's our new normal. On November 11th, we reported 492 people diagnosed with COVID. The next day, another 624, and the following day, another 697. These are our friends, our neighbors, and our loved ones. Contact tracing is impossible to keep up with at these numbers, and they are only trending upward. From February 15th to July 15th, five months, 3,301 people tested positive for COVID-19 in Dane County. From November 5th to November 11th, seven days, 3,302 people tested positive. We have gone from 21 hospitalizations on September 21st to 174 people in the hospital with COVID today. The growth of illness in Dane County is quite frankly very alarming. Public health is concerned about the trends in data, and we are also afraid for the people behind those numbers, for everyone in our community. We are concerned when we hear that UW Hospital is opening up their eighth COVID wing. We worry when we hear that the amount of ICU beds on any given day are in the single digits. We toss and turn at night thinking about what could happen to our friends, neighbors, and loved ones who are at risk of severe COVID illness, as well as our loved ones with other health problems who might not get the best or quickest care. We are afraid of how much worse this could get if these trends continue. We also have hope. We know that this virus can be controlled and we know how to control it. We make the choice to put on a mask, to stand farther apart, and to stay home instead of gathering. We know it's possible because we have done it before. And we have seen in other places in our country and around the world do it too. As dire as our current situation is, we have the power to turn it around and to change the course of this pandemic if we change our behaviors now. We are putting out new orders today effective at 12.01 tonight, Wednesday, November 18th, that will limit the number of people allowed at gatherings indoors to zero, to no one outside your household or living unit, and 10 outdoors. This means you should not meet up with, your, with anyone outside your household, not your friends, your family, coworkers, or teammates in an indoor space. We are taking this strict measure ahead of Thanksgiving and will continue it for at least 28 days. Right now, we all need to stop gathering, even in small groups. A quarter of people tested positive indicated that they attended a gathering or a party in the last two weeks. These proportions have maintained, uh, remained stable in the past month as cases have reached record high levels. 
the percentage of people who report attending a gathering has not changed. According to a University of Georgia-developed risk assessment calculator, as I said last week, a gathering of 10 people in Dane County has a 32% chance that at least one COVID-19 positive individual will be present. This increases to 44% for a group size of 15 and 62% for a group size of 25. In neighboring counties, this risk is even more elevated. And these people live with others who they come into contact with and then they get sick. With the amount of COVID currently spreading throughout Dane County, it is not safe to gather right now, not even in small groups. We need to quickly lower the number of people attending gatherings from small household gatherings to large wedding receptions and everything in between so that we can reduce the opportunity for COVID to spread, to break the chain of transmission. This isn't easy for us. It's hard for so many, me included, to imagine the upcoming holidays without seeing our loved ones in person. But this is our chance to make new traditions and to celebrate while being physically apart. We will be grateful that these new traditions will mean that our loved ones stay healthy and safe. We are hopeful that through these orders and through our choices, we will slow the spread of COVID-19 in Dane County and see a brighter future ahead. Thank you. Thank you all for being here. Madison, I need your attention. We must do more to control the coronavirus. We have been abandoned by the federal government and COVID-19 numbers are skyrocketing across the nation with over a million new cases per week. We have been abandoned by the state legislative leadership who failed to meet even once to take action on this pandemic. And our seven-day positivity rate has increased to a whopping 36.4%. We have been abandoned by the justices on the Supreme Court in this state who put partisan nonsense ahead of public health. And it's unbelievable but true that they are at this moment weighing striking down Governor Evers' common sense mask order. So it is up to us. It is up to our local public health authorities. It is up to our health care systems. It is up to me. It is up to the county executive. And we are trying to lead by example. Today, this morning, I spoke with my management team about how every single one of them, and in fact, every single city employee needs to do their absolute best to model good behavior in this pandemic. And accordingly, this is the last time we will ask you to gather in person for a press conference like this until our numbers are in better shape. We will find other ways to get the word out and to make sure that the press, the media, and your viewers and readers have access to good information. Because it is that serious, even though government is an essential function and allowed to gather under these orders, we know that we have to model our best behavior and take 
the most precautions possible because it is up to us. It is up to me. It is up to the county executive. It is up to our staff. And most importantly, it is up to all of you. It's up to everyone in Madison and throughout Dane County. We have asked you to wear masks. We've asked you to wash your hands. We have asked you to keep your distance. We have asked you to avoid the indoors and to avoid sharing air with people who aren't in your household. But the numbers continue to climb and the data clearly point to indoor parties and gatherings as a key contributor to transmission. Now, we have to go one more step and ask you to not gather with anyone outside your household. We cannot pretend that this is going to be a normal Thanksgiving. We know that many of the people that we want to spend time with are very vulnerable to the virus. And we want our loved ones to be around, not for just this one holiday, but for all the holidays and all the special occasions of our lives. The high school graduation, the weddings, the reunions of the next 25 years, not just the next 25 days. If we gather with 10 people outside of our household, we know that the risk of someone bringing the virus to the table is 32% and grows with each additional person. A post-Thanksgiving surge could move our hospitals past the tipping point. We can do more to flatten the curve. We can prevent our hospitals from being overwhelmed, but we must act now. With news that hope is literally on the horizon in the form of a vaccine, we cannot let our guard down now. Madison, this is up to us. And I know we are up to the challenge. We've made it this far and we can make it through this together. Thank you, Mayor. I'm County Executive Joe Parisi. I want to thank everyone who's been adhering to the guidelines and for the sacrifices you've all been making. And yesterday, our neighbors in Rock County announced that they are enacting guidelines very similar to those now in place here in Dane County. And I want to thank Rock County for that. And I hope that in the absence of further statewide orders, our other neighboring counties will do the same and enact their orders because we're all connected and so is our health care system. We know that many of the patients in the Madison hospitals are not necessarily from Dane County. While the majority are, our health care system feeds from the counties and the region around us. So we need to team together to address this matter. We need to heed the warnings and the pleas of our health care providers. They need our help and it's in everyone's interest and power to help them by limiting our personal interactions. In addition to our healthcare providers and their patients, of particular concern to me is the vulnerability of our elderly and disabled residents in nursing homes and assisted living facilities. We're seeing a number of case clusters from those types of facilities. 
and the residents need our help. These are our parents, our grandparents, and members of our community. And even with no visitors, it's impossible to create a sealed bubble around them. The people who work there and care for their residents live in our community and are more vulnerable to catching and spreading the virus with every day that our caseloads grow. So while these newest orders will temporarily disrupt our routines, they are a necessary and temporary step. We're close to the day when a vaccine will be available. We just need to take care and take precautions to protect our families and community until that time arrives. Thank you. We'll take any questions now. Your question was, how will enforcement work? Um, as it has been working, enforcement's largely complaint-based. Um, we have asked and are working with our law enforcement colleagues, and if they find, um, and they may come across a complaint that comes into them or come across some type of gathering, they would report it to us to follow up with as another venue. No, if law enforcement were to find that, they would be able to um, go and, and say, please, you know, disband, and then just report it to us to do any follow-up after that. We're not asking for that to happen. We're asking for everybody to comply and to think about what they can do, what you all can do individually. We know that this time of year is very challenging, and it, it pulls us together, um, but that will actually tear us apart if we keep doing that. Sure, there are. Those exceptions are, wouldn't be considered, you know, if you need essential services, those are permitted to continue. We ask if you don't have to be in the house to deliver that meal, you do that outside. You leave it at the doorstep. But if, if folks need that care, we understand that that might need to happen. Um, but we're asking folks to not gather um, for other unnecessary reasons. So by gathering, you mean restaurants? We are not. We are. Sorry, the question is, um, what do we mean by gatherings? We're meaning anything that um, previously was limited uh, to 10 inside and 25 outside. It means uh, sports. It means maybe play practice. It means anything that would pull you together with someone outside of your family in an indoor setting. We're asking, we are, we're saying, please don't do that. And going back to Sure. Um, law enforcement would send that in to our city and county attorneys, and then it would follow through the citation process um, with the penalties appropriate to that municipality. So it could range from a couple hundred to many thousand dollars, depending uh, what happens. If are there people unmasked? As uh, how many people are there? Things like that. Have you considered whether people might try to skirt this order uh, in relation to Thanksgiving? by going to other counties 
Uh, counties that have been Precy mentioned, Rock County having somewhat similar borders, not quite the same, but was that part of your thought process, just exporting the risk if this order was supposed to take place? That has been a challenge that we have faced since the beginning, since we have not had a statewide order, and we're hoping that the role modeling and the request that we are placing on our Dane County residents will support that not happening. Um, we know that people travel. We're asking you to, to do not do things outside of Dane County that we're asking you not to do in Dane County because that is how uh, that's how disease spreads, and so that that is risk. The risk that I said for 32% uh, for a 10-person gathering in Dane County is is multifactorial outside of Dane County. So the question was, uh, will anyone else be doing something similar? I would hope so. Um, I, I don't have any up-to-date uh, knowledge of what other counties are doing today, but I, I would hope that we can support them in role modeling how to, to do something similar. Speaking as a non-attorney, um, but on the advice of our attorneys, we, we, we disagree with, with their interpretation that they're unable to um, put orders in place. You know, I do know that they're receiving a lot of pressure um, from, from certain people in the Republican Party to not put orders in place. As a matter of fact, Senator Nass literally sent a letter to leaders I met with in the region to, to work on cooperating, um, warning them not to cooperate with me. So if there, there are ways, and we'd be happy to, to, to talk with them and share our resources with them, that they could do this. Now, ultimately, again, the best solution would be a statewide order. But with the dysfunction that we've seen at the state, frankly, the next best thing would be a regional approach. And we're not asking for much. You know, this, this is temporary, as Janelle mentioned. A vaccine is right around the corner. There is hope. But we have to get through a very difficult few months before we get there. So we would hope we could see here what we have seen in other areas, what we see in places like Canada, you know, other countries, this is not controversial. People come together and they do what they need to do to protect their neighbors. So, but back to your question, I, I you know, we believe that, that other localities do have the authority to put orders in place and, and we would hope they would take another look at it. question was why why just 28 days why through the middle of December and not longer is that correct yeah so when we look at what we hope that we can accomplish we'll look at the data you know 28 days is what we consider two COVID cycles right and so we would hope that we would see progress within this time period and that would tell us what we need to do for the future but it is it is it is dire I want to say that 697 uh, case day, uh, I, we, we can make no causation, but that's about 14 days after Halloween, right? So we know gatherings happened, 
uh, in probably more volume than we thought before. And if that's any indication of what could happen with the level of virus that's spreading through our community right now for, that, for Thanksgiving, it's very, very concerning. And we need to think about that in that 14 days and to, how do we prevent it? And that's our goal. What would you say to people that are saying that this is an extreme government overreach, that we're going to have cops literally coming up to our door and policing us inside our house saying that we cannot have this many people inside our house? Well, we've never done that, and that's not the intention, right? We have not had people policing others. We do. We we have. We receive complaints and concerns. We are asking people to abide by it. But I would say the same thing has happened over the course of time when we talk about tobacco, when we talk about seatbelts, when we talk about the things that we need to do to protect ourselves and and people we love. Um, policy uh, change and adaptation is hard to start, and then it becomes our norm. We are not wanting to police people. We are asking you to do what you can to, to abide by what we're asking of you.